Welcome to the Sober Bliss Podcast, bringing you hints, tips, advice and inspiration as you walk your path to living a rich and full alcohol-free life. Discover why sobriety is the most loving gift of self-care and self-love and how you can feel empowered and joyous with your choice to live the abundant life of alcohol freedom that you deserve. I'm Gail MacDonald, coach, teacher, mum and tea drinker, living a life of alcohol freedom and I'm here to help you to transform your relationship with alcohol in a way that feels good so you can live the life you deserve without alcohol holding you back. Hello, hello and welcome to this week's podcast which is titled Don't Do Sober October. Now, before I get in and explain why such a controversial, I suppose, title, just let me check in with you. I know it's been a while since I've done a podcast and I would like to say that it's because I've been really organised and I'm doing seasons, but actually it's not. (laughs) You know me by now, I'm not that well organised, but end of summer came Then September just suddenly appeared, kids went back to school, I've had a new office built, Um, I'm sadly not in my new office recording this podcast because it's still a little bit um, echoey, so I'm back in the car, thankfully it's not as hot as it was the last time I was in here, but yeah, I'm back in my car doing a podcast for you today and it might be a little bit controversial for you and I don't mean to be disruptive or anything but I really don't want you to do Sober October. Now obviously it might seem very odd for me to say that given the fact that I am a sobriety coach and I am coming up to three and a half years alcohol free myself. Tomorrow actually I will be celebrating 1,280 days, which is three and a half years, which is mind-blowing when I think about it. And I had to look up how many days it actually was because I stopped counting the days pretty early on, actually. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in the podcast. But yeah, also me telling you not to do Sober October when really that's all that people are talking about at the moment within the sober world, is probably an odd thing, a bit disruptive and a bit polarising. And I know that when the graphics come out for this podcast, and I've seen them, so I am expecting a little bit of backlash, which might come, it might not come, I don't know. But I do realise that this is a bit of a strange thing to say. But hear me out and I will explain why I am saying this to you today. And then you can make your own mind up. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. It's about what feels right for you. But first of all, what is Sober October? Well, apart from, you know just taking a month off alcohol. It actually comes from the UK-based Macmillan Cancer Charity. 
and they had a com campaign I can't remember when they first released it maybe 2016 2017 I'm not sure um which was their Go Sober for October campaign, which encourages people to take a month off the booze and raise money for cancer research in the process, which, you know, in itself is not a bad thing to do. The rules are simple. You don't drink for 31 days. But if you have an event coming up or something that you just can't face without alcohol then you can buy a kind of get-out pass which allows you to drink for that particular event. Now that is one of the problems that I've got with Sober October and we'll address that a bit later on. But, you know, I'm not against Sober October or Dry January or Dry July in general and really any time away from alcohol is a good thing. You will feel better and a month dedicated to health and self-care is definitely much better than not doing it at all. And that is not what I'm saying, so don't misunderstand me. Um, and if you do want to explore your relationship with alcohol, if you are sober curious or want to give yourself a break, then Sober October is a great place to start plus it deals with the awkward questions that you might get asked you know why are you not drinking because lots of people are actually doing sober october so you've got your your reason there you know you've got a great reason right there and there might even be friends and family who are joining you and the extra support during the month is of course very welcome. However, I'm not completely comfortable with the idea of only taking a month off alcohol for a number of reasons. So this is my point really when it comes to Sober October. Now first of all you might be listening to this because you read the title and thought yay! This sober coach is telling me that I don't have to do Sober October at all. What a relief. And that should immediately tell you something about your own drinking and your own fears that come up when you think about taking a month off alcohol. You know, there's no judgment here, just a gentle nudge to ask yourself why you felt relieved when you first saw the, the title or the graphic if indeed you did. And secondly, if you are thinking about taking part in Sober October, then again, you know, what's going on with your drinking right now that is prompting you to think about this? And another reason that I'm not completely comfortable with the idea of Sober October is that for many people, not everybody, you know, is, yeah, I do know some people, many people who have done Sober October or, as I said, a Sober uh, September, Dry July and they kept on going. And a month off alcohol with this kind of focus is a really good springboard to kickstart your sobriety. Um, but 
there are many people who have done a month off alcohol, whatever the time of year. And then, for whatever reason, they go back to drinking. But often, they go back to drinking probably even more than when they first started, you know, or where they were originally. It seems to be kind of a pass to go back to their normal drinking and even go a bit wild to kind of make up for lost time, if you like. I've spoken to quite a few people over the years. Uh, my sister-in-law is one. And I asked her once, are you doing dry January this year? And she said, no, I'm not. Because I did sober October and it was miserable. She said the whole time I was just counting down for the 1st of November when I could drink again. And that is part of the problem or one of the problems. While, you know, on the one hand, <clears throat> having this set period of time when you are committed to not drinking is far more manageable than thoughts of forever or a year or never again. Because let's face it, they are pretty big and scary concepts to think about. But on the other hand, and this is what I find talking to people, is that you spend the whole month struggling or white knuckling it or just getting through it, counting down the days until you can drink again. And that's what happens a lot of the time. Not all of the time, but a lot of the time. But probably the main issue that I have with Sober October and the other campaigns that encourage a month away from alcohol is, you know, that a month's abstinence, well, actually, you know, even the word a month of abstinence sounds pretty depressing and immediately raises negative thoughts and feelings. It's not a great word, I have to admit. But actually, for all the benefits that you might experience, it's, it's not enough. A month away from alcohol, while a great start, it's just not long enough. And that is my point. That is why I don't want you to do sober October in the sense of, I'm just going to take a month off and then everything will be okay. I want you to think about the longer term, the bigger picture, which at the end of the day, if you're here listening to this, if you've read anything to do with sobriety or being sober curious, it means that you are not happy with your current drinking and you want to change it. And you don't just want to change it for a month. You want to change it in the long term. I think, you know, that most of us who fall into the kind of grey area drinking space, that is to say we're not physically dependent on alcohol. I wasn't physically dependent on alcohol. I was emotionally dependent on it, I would say. Um, I was definitely drinking more than I was happy with. And you know, wherever you are on this kind of scale of drinking, it doesn't matter if it's one glass of wine a night or 
two bottles of wine a night. If you're not happy with it, then that's what's important, not the amount that you're drinking. And that is the thing that we want to change. We want to change our habits, our thoughts, our beliefs, our routines, our lifestyle, really. And it's going to take a bit longer than a month, I have to say. Um, so if you are unhappy with the way that your drinking is making you feel and you really want to change things up completely, as I said, that takes time and commitment and support. Of course, a month is a great place to start. But it's just not long enough, as I've said. It's not long enough to help you undo that ingrained behaviour and undo those thoughts and beliefs that you have surrounding alcohol. You know, I was speaking to one of my clients this morning and she said it's just the same. You automatically think that alcohol equals fun or alcohol equals me time or relaxation. And it's difficult to get your head around Having fun without drinking, being able to relax without a glass of wine in your hand. And it's going to take a little bit of time to really get used to that and to figure out different ways to have fun, relax, unwind, be social, all of those things. And a month, as I said, it's just not long enough. And, you know... Committing to a month, just a month, I say that, and I don't mean to sound like, oh, you know, it's a month, it's nothing. I get it, it is hard. My first month of alcohol was a struggle. It really, really was. But I think the main thing that got me through that first month was because it wasn't just a month. I was committed to longer lasting change. So that's an important thing to think about when you're making this decision. Do I really want just a month of alcohol or do I want something more? And I think you deserve a lot more than just a month off. So, yeah. <clears throat> Committing to a month. Oh, sorry, my voice has gone a bit weird. Committing to a month does kind of make it easier. It makes it easier, and I don't want to say this ooh, and be kind of shouted at, but it makes it easy to fail in a way, and I don't like that word fail. Believe me, I don't, because I think as long as you are on this journey, taking the steps and getting to where you want to be, then you can't fail. But my point is that if you say, okay, I'm going to do Sober October, and if you manage a couple of weeks or three weeks even, and then you have a blip, it makes it easier just to tell yourself, actually, you know, it's not working. I got this far, that, that's enough, then I'll just start drinking again. What's the point of trying again for this remaining week or remaining two weeks? And I don't mean to generalise here, there are many many people who commit to sober october they might have a little blip and then they get straight back on it and they're away which is great but i want you to think about yourself when you're listening to this 
And if you've done one of these challenges before and they've never quite worked out, then I'd like you to think about why. Why has this not worked out for you? And what can I do differently this time? And also, to be fair, the first month, as I mentioned, can be the hardest. So while you will initially experience some benefits, you know, when I first stopped drinking, the first couple of nights, couple of mornings were amazing because I slept and I woke up sober and it was just brilliant. But as time goes on, then you might find yourself struggling. So while you will initially experience some benefits, perhaps come week three or four, while you're still kind of counting down and holding on, something might happen. And there might be a social event that you want to go to. And you think, oh, well, I'm nearly there. Might as well drink now. Which kind of gets me back to that point that I made at the beginning. Um, I don't like the idea of being allowed to buy your way out of Sober October if you want to go to a party or a wedding or something or Halloween even. Because that is not the point. The point of changing our relationship with alcohol is to change it. Change how we think, how we feel about alcohol, change our lives really. And, you know, once you get a pass to be able to drink at a party, then the next time it will be easier to say, oh, well, I did it once. So, you know, I've got a wedding coming up. I'm going to drink at the wedding. And then before you know it, not that you will because it will be expensive, but you are theoretically buying passes all the time. And that is not what we want. So yeah, something might happen when you're halfway through the month or get into the end of the month, which you might find difficult, you might really struggle with. Or you might find the whole experience miserable. So when it gets to the 31st of October... It's easy to say, well, this isn't for me. It's been too hard. I've been miserable. I haven't enjoyed it. It's just not worth it. And then before you know it, come the middle of November, you're right back to where you started from. And if your experience of Sober October was great or not great, um, then... If you've only committed to that month, <clears throat> then it can be much harder to muster up the courage and the enthusiasm to try again, you know, especially if it was a not great month. Let's just say that. And you find yourself a few weeks in, back where you started, and you're like, oh gosh, it's the middle of November, and then we've got Christmas coming up. I didn't enjoy it the last time. It's going to be even worse this time. Or I might as well wait until January. And then by the time New Year's Day rolls around, you're exhausted and feeling worse than ever. And I'm not just making this up. I'm not just saying this to to shock you or to scare you or to worry you. This is actually a conversation that I had just last week with my most recent 
one-to-one client and it's a conversation that I've had many times before. My newest client, she said, you know, I've done Sober October before. I do Dry July quite regularly and I can do it. I can take the month off and it's fine. But I always end up in the same cycle by the middle of the following month or the end of the following month. And I don't want that anymore. I don't want to keep stop starting, stop starting. I want much more for my life. And that is the point that I'm trying to make here. Living alcohol free is not just about removing the alcohol. And essentially, if you have a a sober October or dry January or something, that's essentially what you're doing. But it's not about that. It's about creating a life that you love. A life you deserve, because let's face it, you deserve so much more. And a life that you don't need to numb out from or escape from. And that takes time. It takes longer than a month to really put those things in place and experience the true benefits of life after booze and let me tell you that there is so much life on the other side of drinking and it takes a little while for you to really get there and experience it and that's the other point the true benefits the really deep meaningful transformation doesn't happen quickly and I don't think it's supposed to You really get to experience the true joy of life without alcohol at around, I would say, probably 90 to 100 days. So you've got to give yourself that time, that opportunity to really go for what you want. You have to allow yourself the time and the space to bring positive, long-lasting change to your life because that's what we want at the end of the day we want to change things completely we don't want to be stuck in the same cycle year after year having a month off here and a month off there and then keep going back we want this to stick long term so that's why my one-to-one coaching program lasts for three months That's why most of the members in our Transform membership stay for between three and six months. Because committing to a life of freedom from alcohol, while, you know, it's brilliant and awesome, it does take support and commitment and encouragement and community, you know, long after the initial 30 or 31 days are up you're still keeping going, you still need someone there to help guide and support you and lift you up because this is a long-term thing, it's an ongoing thing and if you've done these kind of months off before but ended up back where you started then you'll know exactly where I'm coming from. So that is why I'm saying don't do Sober October I would love for you to commit to three months. There, I've said it. 
Um, and that's going to take us all the way up to Christmas. Yes, and I said the Christmas word and we're not even out of September. <laughs> um, you know, I do see people all the time have an amazing month of alcohol. They think they've cracked it, but then something happens that they weren't prepared for. And after the initial buzz of sober October's gone, they do kind of feel a bit alone. Their network of support just isn't there anymore because everybody else has, has gone back to drinking. So they too turn to the only thing that they know to help them through, which is alcohol. Um, you know, and I'm not saying that that's going to happen to you, but if you've been in this position before, then you know exactly what I'm saying. And there is a reason why you hear all the time that it takes 90 days to change a habit or depends on, you know, what you read, 66 days or even 42 days. And that's because a month is just not long enough. It is not a true kind of snapshot of your life. You won't experience all the things in a single month that you will experience over, say, three months, six months or a year even. You have to give yourself time to experience all the different things that you will come across in your life and learn how to handle them and cope with them and manage them. So what I am asking for you is to think about not doing sober October at all, but to commit to longer. Commit to three whole months. Allow yourself this wonderful opportunity to go all the way to the end of the year. And I'm going to say it again. So yes, that means Christmas and New Year. And if you are totally freaked out by the thought of that, then again, that should be a little insight to where you're really at and is a month enough for you to be able to cope with this. <clears throat> so ask yourself truthfully and honestly, how do you want to feel by January the 1st? What can you see yourself doing? Where will you be? You know, what will be happening in your life as you wake up on January the 1st, 2022? How will you be waking up on January the 1st, 2022? And be really honest here. If you commit to just doing Sober October, will that help you to get there? Or do you need more support? Okay. So if you see yourself waking up on January the 1st. Feeling absolutely amazing. Three months alcohol free. No hangover. Waking up early and enjoying a lovely cup of coffee or tea. In the peace and quiet. Maybe going for a, a New Year's Day early morning walk. Or something, something that you've been dreaming of or thinking of. If you just took the month off in October and maybe vowed that you would try and keep going, will that be enough to help you get there? Or deep down, 
if you said, okay, I'm not going to drink in October and then I'll be fine after that. I'll be able to moderate again. Can you really see yourself being where you truly want to be by January the 1st? So will you manage a month of alcohol in October but find yourself right back where you started by mid-November? Is that what you really want? Or do you think it might be better if you committed to three whole months right now, knowing that you will be fully guided and supported all the way through to the end of the year to get you waking up on New Year's Day how you really want to feel? So take some time and think about this. You know, I'm not expecting you to come up with an answer straight away but get really clear take some time get really clear and think about the times in the past when you've done these challenges before and here you are thinking about doing another one why is that you know what will be different if you just did sober october this time round what do you really want and what do you need to help you to get there where do you want to be at Christmas time? Can you see yourself repeating Christmas as past? Or do you want something different? Will a month away from drinking really help you? Or do you want more than that? These are important questions and they deserve your time and attention. So like I said, you know, don't make a decision straight away. But try and put yourself in the picture, you know, three months down the line. And ask yourself, keep asking yourself these questions. What do I want? How do I want to feel? And what do I need to help me get there? And if you're confident that doing Sober October is all that you need, then absolutely do that. Go for it and let me know how you get on. And I've got a couple of blog posts actually about Sober October. So um, you can have a look for those and they might give you a bit of support and encouragement. But yeah, I would really like to hear what you come up with when you think about this. So send me an email or message me on Instagram. I'll put all the links to everything I talk about in the show notes here. Or, you know, if you decide that actually I am worth more than just a month off alcohol... I do want to be alcohol free all the way to the end of the year and wake up on January the 1st feeling like a completely different person. Then go for that as well. You know, you do deserve that. You do deserve so much more. Um, and if that is what you want, then go ahead and book a cup of chat with me and see how we can maybe work together see how I can help you and again I'll put the link in the show notes now I have to say that I am fully booked for one-to-one -one coaching until the middle of October so you know if you do want more then you don't have to start on the 1st of October you can start on the 15th if you wanted to um but yeah, I have a couple of spaces coming up middle of October. So if you really want this and you really want the support 
for me, then book that chat anyway and I will put you on the waiting list so we can have that talk and let's, you know, chat about how we can get you to the end of 2021, beginning 2022, feeling so, so good, empowered and most importantly, loving yourself again and living the life you deserve with complete freedom, no shame, no guilt, and finally being able to escape that cycle that's been keeping you stuck for so long. Um, And if you are already committed to doing Sober October and you want even more support to help you through, even if you want more support to find out what it's like to keep going, then come and join the, the membership that is always open. So while I am fully booked for one-to-one coaching, the membership space is always open for you. So we will be there to support you, whatever you decide, through the next month, if that's what you want, or the next amazing and transformative three whole months. Again, the link is in the show notes. So I kind of have bombarded you a little bit today and I kind of apologise for that but I kind of don't because this is important to me. I care that you are living the life that you want to live, the life that you deserve and you are worth more than just one month off alcohol. You really, really are. I want each and every one of you to experience the pure joy and bliss, I have to say, that is waking up on Christmas morning, waking up on randomly December the 28th and absolutely waking up on January the 1st feeling like a million dollars, you know, feeling your absolute best, not just physically but deep down inside. Imagine it now, if you don't drink between now and January the 1st, and obviously if you make it that far, then just imagine how much further you could go. But just put yourself in that picture right now, waking up on January the 1st, completely alcohol-free. How amazing and wonderful will you feel about yourself? Okay, that's it from me today. I really hope that I've inspired you to think about how much more you deserve from your life. Um, And we've covered quite a lot, but I think it's important and I am passionate about it. That's why I sit in my car and talk to you as regularly as I can. So just to recap, don't do Sober October. Because you deserve so much more. If you liked this episode, then I'd love it if you would share it. And let me know your thoughts. You know, have I triggered you to think about this in more detail? Do you totally agree with what I'm saying? Do you not agree at all about what I'm saying? Let's have the conversation. Um, And next time, I will be diving into the benefits of sobriety 
So you want to know why we're doing this in the first place, don't you? So that's what I'll be talking about next week, I think. And spoiler alert, these wonderful benefits, they don't happen within the first month. Not all of them anyway. Not the good ones, not the best ones, not the ones that you really, really want to experience. So yay, that's another reason to allow yourself more than just a month of alcohol. So I love you and leave you and hopefully we're going to have a lovely chat about this in much more detail. Have a great day everyone and I will be speaking to you very very soon. Bye for now.